This is MMA Love, Love from America, our MMA show in English and Swiss English. This show, this week, is going to be so much love, it's not even funny no more. I am Matt, the dork in the background who is already laughing is Luke, he's from Seattle, Hello. he watches all them fights. And Hello from America. He orders stuff from fightapparel.ch. I do. I order. I order clothes from Switzerland. Now. <laughs> um, That's I work. So I work for a clothing retailer, and I order clothes from Switzerland. Why not? Because FightApparel.ch um, provided us with some amazing stuff. He, um, Dominic, a good friend of ours, he provided us with Fitro bars, and we'll go into these. But like always, my first question to you, Luke: Why the fuck are we doing this today? Today, well, uh, two reasons today. One, we're doing this because it gives us an excuse to try MMA fighter-related food products and protein bars, like FitRu bars. And two, it was just a fantastic weekend of fights, both Friday and Saturday. All the circus shit happened, all the good fight shit happened, and I'm so hyped up and happy to have seen it all. Yeah, I'd say 259 is a is a plethora of topics to go into, so we'll do that. It will be remembered for a long time. So let's make this show rememberable. Um, we have a listener question from Chris. It's about open scoring. We'll go into that too. If you have a listener question, please ask us anything. We know everything, so we, we can answer everything. We have an opinion on anything. I won't. I will go so far as it's not an opinion. I'd say we know it. Um, if you want us to break down some fights with a rule set, that was the rule um, last time. Let us know. We'll do that too. Uh, we have actually one guy sent us in some some fights, but I don't think we'll have time today. Uh, you find us at mma-love.com or on Instagram.com/slash mma-love-podcast. Facebook.com slash MMA Love Podcast. MMA Love Podcast everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. You ready to do this, my good friend? Yeah, I'm ready. This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island. Oh, man. And it was. It was CTE full card. It was great. That card was bonkers. How do you want to tackle this card? Do you want to go... Top to bottom or bottom to top? When I went bottom to top yesterday, I picked 10 out of 15 fights correctly and won the pick'em that I am in on Tapology. I will never be better than that. I knew you'd <laughs> gloat in your in your victory. I I have to. Because I will never <laughs> be better than that. Yeah, I I might never be worse than that because I got dead last. I don't know what what is happening. I'm deteriorating fast, but I will not stop picking fights. That's good. It's good to at least, and also at least you're consistent. I am consistently <laughs> everywhere. You are consistently <laughs> consistently worst, so. at the bottom. <laughs> so, um, how do you want to tackle it? Uh, do you want to go um, from the bottom bottom up? I think we should start at the bottom, just because if we start at the top, we will only talk about like one or two fights. I'd so. say so. I mean, the first note I have, I, 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 there was excitement throughout. 
there's no reason not to watch every fight on this card for me. I would watch every single one of them. Yeah, I might too, watch yeah. them all again. Uh, but the first time I have a note is on the Olberg fight, which I think was the fifth fight on the card. Because yep. um, Olberg was the favorite and did not look like a favorite. Did not look too good. I picked him. I was very certain that he would win because I, I watched his highlights. And I love a, a kind of fighter I see there, but he didn't deliver. We got that. We got that like... We got we got we got had a little bit because I, I was like I didn't watch the highlights but I was like oh yeah city kickboxing guy oh yeah ex rugby guy oh yeah model yeah dude yeah. is very good looking I can I can agree to that Zichukwu is he I'm like oh yeah he's probably inconsistent this guy's training with Izzy's camp he's getting really good work in he's going to be able to come out there and tag this guy and he did have some success. And it was wild. I'm pretty sure this is the fight where Zuchukwu just shelled up and Olberg did not have the fight IQ to just wail on his body and keep wailing on it. He would wail on his body and then back away. He would wail on his body and back away. And either either he got tired or just didn't didn't like that this guy would not go down and then finally uh, ran out of gas and Zuchukwu got him. Both Next. of these guys have very interesting defense in that they don't have any. So, <laughs> next note on the, on the preliminary card because uh, you know there is a lot of stuff to go into. Next fight, what do you got? <laughs> I, I, do you have anything else on the early prelim card? Because you I want to talk my about Kai Kara France. That's that that might be a preliminary fight. I'm not sure. Let, let's let's talk about Kai Kara France. Um, I had, I mean, that was a, that was an awesome fight to watch because it had it had a momentum shift, and I love them momentum mm -hmm. shifts, as you know. Bontorin, yep. his his opponent was the. I think he was controlling the fight for almost five minutes. Um, he was he was taking his back, so Kaikara France had to defend a lot of guillotine chokes, back chokes. He did a good job with it. He he, he grabbed the the arm as he should. He turned to the right sides. And then, all of a sudden, they stood up, bombs him with a right cross um, and an uppercut, and then another right cross, or, or it was a right straight, I'm not quite sure. And uh, we had another Herb Dean not-so-properly-stopped fight, because that fight should have been stopped there. Um, okay. Bontorin was, was just um, dancing around, the fish dancing around. Um, so, yeah. Awesome fight Kai, and awesome finish. Kai drills him. Kai drills him and goes down. And Herb charges in and Kai backs off and is like, fuck yeah, I won. But it's but is he's and he's running in a circle around the cage. And then he realizes that Herb is just standing over the guy to see if he gets up and that he hasn't called it yet. So Kai goes sprinting at the guy to drill him again. Then Herb and realizes. Herb's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, it's off. It's off. Actually, it's off. I'm calling it off. And then Bontorin is like, what the fuck, man? And rips his mouth guard out and throws it at Kai Kara France. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm sitting here and, and watching the screen and I'm just like, Herb, you got to fucking retire, dude. Yeah, Herb. I mean, not, cannot, not retire, but, but he has to. not be this uncertain yeah. about your stoppages. I think give Herb a break. Tag me in. I am I am here for it. So I, I think I think between, Herb needs a break. To be serious, he, he, he just, yeah, just to reset. Like there's, a, I think 
there's a certain amount of confidence level that you need to have in your decision making. And I don't know if he has it. Maybe that's what think, it is. I think I, I can only imagine, but I think what happens, it's not his confidence level per se. It's he's just not there sometimes. He's, he has seen too much fights. It's like you say people have mm-hmm. seen too much dead people and then they <laughs> just they desensitize to yeah. the fight. I do think so. I do think so. He was yeah. he was not there. So, sure. but that was an awesome fight. And I you you told me before we we started recording that I shouldn't mention it because we have no time. But the walkout song of Kai Kara France is my new favorite song, and I'll listen to it on repeat for the next several years. I will listen to it. It will be in my playlist. I'll tag it. I'll, I'll do it in. I put it in the show notes. Show noted up. We forgot show notes last week. I think no, you no, did no. I did. I, I do everything. Oh man, you're such a good producer. It's it's I good. It's good that you you uh, very closely monitor our webpage mma-loft.com. Let me acknowledge that I am not good at this. All right. <laughs> Next I fight. Can, let's. Go. I have the opinions. Let's what go. What do you want to talk about, Benavides? I'm not sure. Do you have anything? You don't want to talk about it, do you? No. This, it was at this point in the card after Kai Kara first that I said to myself, "Where the fuck are the two fans in the plexiglass box?" They didn't show them. Yes, you're right. Where are they? And you know what I and you know what I realized? I said, "Oh wait, this fight's in Vegas. They're not going to show up till the main event. This is on brand." Okay. Okay. That might, on. that might be right. I, I'll have to recheck the footage if these if these tongs in a in a plexiglass box were there. Fairly certain they did not show them until the third fight on the main card. Benavides, how, do you have a take on him? Sad. Yes. I'm sad. Askar Askarov is a bad motherfucker. True, um, but but Benavides, but I think Joey B. Prior to this, Joey B. beats everyone not named Demetrius Johnson or holding a belt. Yeah, um, and this kind of bummed me out. He's just launching uh, in with with punches. He he's, he has no rhythm to him. He's not switching sides. He's not. He's like there was that there was that 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 faint that flinch and Joey B. like reacted by throwing a jump knee in the air like ghost busting a jump knee. Yeah, it's strange. So not don't, don't talk too long about him because I like him as a fighter. And I, I like him as a fighter. I'll keep, I even like I'll keep him as his, a person. Yeah, probably, I'll keep him uh, keep him in the memories. He is he is yes, I'll keep him in the memories too. But we have to, we have at least I'll try to. We have to talk about one guy for certain that is Mr. Cruz Dominic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you his movement was not as smooth or fast as it used to be, right? No, but I it's think just he, that, it's just that Casey Kenny isn't good enough to like capitalize on that. Not sure if I agree because I thought that Casey Kenny, for for that he's a, he's a judo player, if I'm right, did did actually very well with the teep kicks. He did he did good with the movements. Cruz mm-hmm. did, do, does his does his self-invented movement he, he, thing yeah he he does that he does that slide to the left or maybe towards you a little bit and hit you with a body punch yeah, or, it was, or it just was good it was circling out circling out circling out vintage cruise i i didn't learn anything new i learned that no yeah even yeah, even if absolutely even, who he is yeah i mean even if if his knees and his whole body is beyond repair he, he, he is able to move i don't think he has lost a lot of speed what i do think he he's lost a bit of the positioning he was better at, so he even if he cracks you good and he hits you good, it's not that hard. So, yeah, it, it was a good fight. I think Casey Kennedy did well too. But um, 
yeah, that my main takeaway from that win from Cruz is actually after the fight when he was at in this in this strange booth they do and they he interviewed yeah i think rogan did, did you did you get what he did rogan there? did the post fights yeah i i don't th- i think i got up and did something i don't know what happened <laughs> listen i'm not sure if he's serious i think he is he called out hans molenkamp and if you don't know who hans molenkamp is he is the guy that owns monster energy and he called okay. him out in the strangest way possible. He called him out to a fight. He says, there is a hundred pounds weight advantage of Molenkamp. Molenkamp is very injured. I am very injured. But why don't we do this for charity? Because Hans Molenkamp is holding our contracts hostage and oh. won't let us fight somewhere else and all this stuff. So he basically... Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm not joking. I, I had to watch it. Tw- I had to rewind. Is Hans is Hans Molenkamp like a weird metaphor for Dana White? I have no clue whatsoever. I didn't even a know that Molenkamp or something. I didn't even know that Molenkamp actually manages fighters. So I'm not sure if he now, was trolling, but I think he was true. And, and, and Rogan was very um, distraught as well with with that with Cruz's thing, and he said to him, "Oh no, don't get political." And and the last what? words of Cruz were something like, it's not political, it's about an energy drink. So I think that was awesome. <laughs> it is Dom's a weird guy, man. Sure. So it probably sounded really good in his head and probably sounded like he's a lot like me, to be honest. Like, I'll build a thing up in my head and make it and I'll think it sounds really right. And then I'll and then I'll say it out loud, and it sound I sound like a fucking crazy person. We probably all have a little bit of that in us. I strongly, or I highly suggest that you you go back and and watch this. I, I'm very very interested in your take of this whole pre post fight interview. I'm catching it up on the on the uh, MMA MMA fighting website right. now. No, it sounds absolutely goofy. Yeah, so, so but uh, the undercard, uh, catch up. Yeah, it, the, the, the Cruz fight was very good. I, I think it's it was a technical fight. It was a very good fight from both of them. I think Cruz won handily. Not quite sure mm-hmm. how you could not give him all the rounds, but that's another another thing. And the Cara France versus Pontorin fight was very good. So two very good fights. Cruz, yeah. I mean, you say you can give him all the rounds, but then you get a split decision. So I have I have a small Talk thing for here, for for you here. There is no life I know <laughs> to compare <laughs> with pure imagination. Where does he go <laughs> from here, Cruz? <laughs> um, he's he's in that <clears throat> he's he's in that place where uh, he's a name. So you got to give him you got to give him a big fight. Put him on a main card. Put him on a main event. Um. It, he's he's only lost to himself and his injuries and then Cody Garbrandt and Henry Cejudo. So give him a big fight. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing not on that. Not TJ again. Nope. So it's going to be it's going to be Sandhagen and probably. Yeah. So it's going to be Sandhagen and Volk, right? Yep. And then TJ I and hope. oh wait no it's going to be TJ and Sandhagen. 
I hope. I'm not sure if they if they actually announced something. I don't think so. Oh no, Volks one forty five. Are we we are completely off? Let's let's stick let's stick to two fifty nine, and let's stick to I don't I don't know where Cruz goes from here. Maybe he'll fight um, Molenkamp. <laughs> Move. Give him whatever he wants. <laughs> you're, if you're the UFC and you've got a big name like Dominic Cruz and he wants a fight, give him whatever fight he wants. He don't want- don't give him another commentary thing. Because Please, I don't, I don't think he's very good at that. Uh, main card. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even sure how to comprehend what. All uh, all the things that happened on this main card. Let let's um, go into the first one. I give you the first take on. I think it was Rakic against Maheta. What was your takeaway for that from that fight? I thought Rakic did a great job making getting a win and getting and getting an assured win nullifying Santos, keeping him from coming in. Uh, I didn't love the way he did it um, because, for whatever reason, the uh, light heavyweight division has the free use of the fingers outstretched mummy guard, uh, and it's not a penalty for them. I don't know why, but it's not. And it uh, bummed me out a little bit in this fight to see santos nullified by it this sort of the same way uh it's it's always used in light heavyweight fights but anyway um yeah i thought he did a good job and he got the win yeah that there was... was a lot of a lot of static about this fight being a being a stinker being a snoozer um and it really goes into i thought it goes into really well what we talked about last week which is that it's not necessarily bad it's just not as entertaining as six fights in a row getting finished. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's... Or whatever it was. Like there were so many finishes on this card. And it was really exciting. And then all of a sudden you had a you had a technical and tactical decision by Rakic to not get killed by Tiago Santos. And everybody suddenly was like, Oh, oh this is so fucking boring. I'll, I'll go. I'll go into that a bit to check your headphone. It has a bit of a static, I think. Oh, maybe shoot. you're maybe you're playing again with your fidget spinner. I don't know. No, I put everything away. <laughs> yeah, the, the I heard the static too. I don't think that was a boring performance by Rakic. The the first thing I I saw in that fight, uh, right from the beginning, is that um, Thiago Santos he does not move well, and and I, mm-hmm. I I'm really really certain that his knees are not healthy and they're beyond repair and his movement was so lagging and so forced i think rockage did a very very good job um if rockage kicked him or he hit him then he hit him like really really hard and maheta had no answer he couldn't cut the cage he was too slow he couldn't move well on these feet and on these knees so yeah i think that's that's was maybe a main part of why some people thought that fight was boring and I think it's it's more of Maheta to blame than Rakic because of I, I think he needs a bit more time rehabbing these knees. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But if, if if that's even possible. If you I like it, you're right. I, I do think that what we saw from, from Rakic is, is something you see in in old let's say in old Muay Thai fights way more 
than, than, than you see it in MMA fights. Uh, he fights very long. He has good distance management. Uh, he kept Santos away with very hard kicks. He countered every strike old Muay Thai style. Like he, if, if Santos tried to strike him or did strike him with a, with a kick or with a, with a punch, he answered every strike. So I really like that. And um, yeah, I, th I think Rakic couldn't could make let me let me rephrase that Rakic could have made more happen because Maheta was there for the taking I agree with that but then again Maheta has some the, muscles the, the dude hits like a dump truck he has some he has some power behind his shots so it's better yeah. better played a bit more safe and I don't think Rakic right? played it specifically safe but it's it's, it's still this, Santos this in front of you this was my argument. I was I, I replied to somebody and I was like, look, I, I get what you're saying. It wasn't as exciting as it maybe could have been. But you're telling me that I can you're telling a fighter that they can double their money and play it relatively safe when you're fighting somebody who hits like a dump truck and maybe get a title shot in the next year or 18 months. Or they can go out there and be reckless with somebody that hits like a dump truck and maybe get a title shot in the next six months and double their money. And all you're getting either way for sure is doubling your money. Now, if somebody's backstage and telling Alexander Rakic, Hey, listen, go out there and beat the fucking shit out of this guy and get a KO and we'll put you in a title shot in the next six months. Then Alexander Rakic goes out there and gets reckless, right? I'd Cause that's, so. that's big. That title shots, big money. But right now, he just beat the number two guy. He did it safely, and he doubled his money and got his win bonus. True. So now all he's got to do is sit around and wait and see who wins when Jan fights Glover Teixeira. True. And then, he's, and then who's next? Alexander Rakic. Yeah. Especially you know? in Everybody these... else has a loss, I think. Yeah, no, especially in these times, you'd, I mean, yeah. It... Just be available. And in Rona times, I mean, those times are hopefully ending, but just being available gets you on a card sooner rather than later, you know? He, he didn't look, he, he didn't take too much damage, even it was Thiago Santos. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I do, I did enjoy that fight more than, than people say. So I'd recommend to the listeners not, not skip over this one, but watch it. You yeah, could. I, I enjoyed it too. I was, it, 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 it was on. I I it, I was on the edge of my seat for some of it just to see what happened, and then you know it gave me a chance to kind of catch my breath because this card was crazy. Did you? And then it got crazier. So. <laughs> Way crazier. <laughs> Let's go to a, to a fight which wasn't that crazy. I'd say. Let's go into Dober versus Makachev. Um, yeah. A bit of a, a bit of a, a fight that the outcome could have been predicted. I'd say. I picked. I picked Dober. Oh I'm my an god. Idiot. Yeah, I know you could have gone eleven. I did though. Look, Dober could have been eleven and fifteen. But here's the thing: I'm always hoping that someone is going to show up with an answer for the Dagestani wrestling. Yeah, Dober didn't have it. it he he and was Dober good. Didn't have the answer in the first round. He did. He did a good defense shop. He knows when to move and where to move when he's getting subbed. Because some of these jokes were were close, but he he did he did the right thing all the time, despite what the Booth, Rogan and DC wanted to tell you all the time. 
Um, but then then Makachev really took over. He did a, a dive takedown. I haven't seen that in a long time. He <laughs> he chained together his yeah. trips, he singles, he doubles, he trips you. Yeah, he had some good takedowns. <laughs> and then he, I mean, it's it's very impressive what he did. He did a, a shoulder choke, which is it, it's possible to the, do it from from side control, but he did it from cross, from, yeah, like, from the other from the other side. So basically, it was how a tight bit, must that have been. It was very. You can submit someone with it, and it, it's a good technique. He was he was basically planking over, um. So yeah, very impressive and looked looked painful. Looked cool. It was cool. cool. Yeah, very very good it, performance. It was cool. My note my note was like I'm o I'm okay with with this kind of wrestle fucking. I'm okay with this kind of yeah. like proto proto nuevo Khabib team stuff going on, but I need a little more smash. I just wanted a little more smash in when he was chaining the wrestling together you know he what was, i mean yeah, like at least he was active it, it was not it wasn't he, he just was active i'm not yeah. saying he wasn't active i'm not saying they should have been stood up i'm just saying i wanted a little more excitement i'd say in so too the yeah first couple rounds because to, I, i'd say that, that interesting and then you know then he's brutalized over a bunch then just go for go for that crazy sub and 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 make me happy because the sub was cool as hell it pretty much happened like right after i wrote that note to myself mm. Now it, it Dober. I, I also think that Dober didn't want to do this anymore after a certain amount of time because he had Dude. no answer to the wrestling of Makachev. For I I, did, I think it's it wasn't wrestle fucking per se. It, it was Makachev did a lot of things with his with his wrestling, so I, I was perfectly fine with that. Um, what? How do you like the the call out Makachev did after the fight? Did you get that? I saw it in a note or an article this morning after I woke up. He called out Tony. He basically wants to avenge Tony's shit talking to his mentor I and friend. Love it. <laughs> it's a horrible fight for Tony, but yeah. I fucking love the call out. <laughs> it's the yeah, the, the call out is very intelligent and very perfect. Um for And the I fight, mean if, what like it whatever. Sense. It makes sure, sense. Sure, do the fight because Tony's what two he's got these two losses and he's he's now he's bo now he's boxing with Freddie Roach. He's who, and who he's doesn't? Not, I mean, you can go bo box with Freddie Roach. It, it it doesn't mean shit anymore. It's I'm gonna go do Tai Bo um, <laughs> oh, on yeah. Zoom. Uh, anyway, yeah, I I I like I like it a lot. The call out, the call out is very Islam clever. is now nine is now nineteen and one, yeah. and it's time to give him a real name under his under his belt. Have him fight Tony. Sure, yeah, no, not it, sure. the, the call out was perfect. I don't like the fight for. Um, no, yeah, no. <laughs> or Tony, no. but yeah, but a, a maybe good, Tony good catches him. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe Tony turns him into a Wing Chun dummy. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, Probably not. Ad in in 2015, um, Adriano Martins KO'd Islam Makachev. He did, and. <laughs> should we should we roll that should we roll that back and I watch think, that together yeah, I right think, now? Should we just run the tape? I think we'll 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 table it. But I I'm I'm writing it down that I'm I'm going to watch Adriana Martins KOing um, Islam Makachev and see if 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 Makachev could be his liability has to be striking, of course. But Dober was actually a good I, I'd say it was a good test for him because Dude, Dober, Dober is a truck. Dober hits like a 155 pound truck too. Yeah, he must weigh like 175 in the cage. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 put that in the show notes. I'll I'll see if if we can if we can go through that and, and maybe tackle it next time. Adriano Martins, Perhaps. KO Islam. 
That was in 2015. Hey, it's a long I time. wonder it's if even... he's improved his striking. I mean, probably. I mean, that, that 2015 <laughs> is like it's not. It's not even true anymore. Is that is that even MMA anymore? No, in I don't 2015? think so. It's completely different. There weren't there weren't even calf kicks then, no. were there? Dragons roamed these woods in 2015. <laughs> so let's let's move on Dragons to the other land. All right, let's move on to the to the next fight. The I'd say the, the craziest fight in the in in the evening. It's it's um, Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. Okay, do you want to go into that one? One one, we will all remember it for for the circus of the ending. But one thing I do want to point out is there was one point where, I think it was right before the end of a round, Jan Jan just suplexed, elevated, and smashed Sterling into his shoulder and head onto the mat. It was great. Jan is a mean, scary dude, and I had no idea. And now I'm really terrified because I didn't remember him last week uh and that's disrespectful i scolded i scolded you for it and i think you now know why (laughs) i do he's a scary scary man and he's mean he's a mean dude that is a sad outcome for this fight and it's 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 something that nobody wants to have happen because let's up up until that point the outcome before you talk about how sad it is exactly what happened according to khabib who was cage side Oh, he did. said, Jan, Jan had Sterling. Sterling was a grounded opponent. Herb, Herb warned. Oh no, Mark Smith warned Jan that Wasn't it Sterling Tononi? was grounded. It was no, Tononi, it was Mark Smith. Oh, okay, that doesn't matter. I believe it was a Mark. ref. The ref warned Jan that Sterling was grounded, and then Sterling picked his hand up, and Jan said to his corner, "Do I hit him?" in Russian, and the corner said, yes, kick him. So he kneed him in the face, even though he was still grounded because his knee was down. Oh, boy. This is what Khabib related to folks because it was all in Russian. Oh, boy. Um, so Jan can blame his corner for bad advice. Sterling can blame Jan for getting a belt by a DQ because Sterling was uh, laying on the mat and sitting up and then laying back down and saying, I just need to lay here because this helps the room stop spinning. And the doctor was like, yeah, you shouldn't continue. And the ref said, well, I warned him he was downed. So it's a blatant intentional foul and it's a DQ. Yeah, I got I got takes on this fight. I mean, that's, that's the story. They, they, Tell they, me your takes. Look, the fight was awesome. Yeah. Like really, really awesome from, from both guys. I, I I love what Sterling did. He, he came in there and he... He wanted to bring it to Jan. He knew that he can't play a calm, collected game with Jan. He has to bring it, and he did. Um, what specifically came to my mind is that I saw that uh, Sterling used some some kind of a slap guard, slap guard pass. He, he slapped the hands. He did a bit of a, a DS-style boxing thing. I loved that mm-hmm. he did that because he could then teep and front kick uh, and jabs um, Jan from the beginning. So he connected with two flying knees in the first. Actually, that, that's that's um, that's how effective these slap guard breaks were. Um, yeah, put one of them right on Jan's temple and yes. stumbled him a little bit. But then then you have Jan, which 
uh, he, he's a bit like Fedor. Um, he, his his expression in his face doesn't change. Doesn't <laughs> matter what he gets hit with. It just looks the same. Just he doesn't just react. Remarkably, he's just remarkably <laughs> Russian. Not not to not to uh, to to stress the Russian stereotype too much, but if super if, stoic. He is very stoic, and he's he, he also did the right thing. That's what I liked on the on the other side. Um, if you have an, an opponent like Sterling who is who is whirlwinding and hurricane you, then then you 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 better be a bit quiet, and you be you you weather the storm. You try to see where the openings are because, of course, if you're bringing that much action as Sterling did, you'll you'll have some openings. So yeah, he he started to do it. Um, and yeah, the fight also, up until the DQ was very, very good. And and also really like he was starting to take over in my in my mind. Like I, I it seemed like Sterling was Sterling was still throwing these spinning attacks and giving all these doing all this different stuff, but it seemed like he was slowing down, it seemed like he was getting tired, it seemed like he was getting tagged. Yeah, maybe a bit, yeah. Yes. I'd Such I have I'd have to I have the first two rounds for Sterling in my on my scorecard. Um, I have a, a good note here that Longo was. I loved what what Ray Longo did in the corner. Oh, so good, he is a national treasure. And I say as a tip for Ray Longo, who sure listens to this podcast, buy yourself mm-hmm. a gold chain. He had he had um, Aljamain's uh, gold chain around his neck, and I re- I think it fit himself very good. So he has to get a gold chain like this for himself. Ray is Ray is just built to walk around the neighborhood in Long Island, wherever they are. To ju- it's just in like an Adidas tracksuit and a gold chain and a white t-shirt, man. Like for sure. Yeah, and then and then the DQ. I mean, I'll give my perspective, and then you can you can go into it from from your point of view. Um, I do think it was a good call a bit of a late call by the ref I, I don't know who it was maybe, maybe Tony O'Neill or Smith I don't know um, you have to stop this fight and you have to disqualify Jan if you want to enforce rules and not just mm-hmm. give warnings and not just restart every right after every foul uh, not deducting points for eye pokes and I think the refs they somehow have a secret meeting I know that they have and they start to tell themselves if we don't stop fights after blatant fouls which this one was then why mm-hmm. are we even doing this so yep very very good stoppage a bit late because you could have stopped it way before because I think yeah I'm I'm, I'm of the opinion that um, Sterling was milking it a bit but oh, why, yeah, yeah, why sure. shouldn't he why shouldn't he I mean but but he also just got probably concussed by a knee to the dome that he wasn't maybe. defending because he didn't believe it was going to come because he was grounded. So maybe, yeah, maybe. But I, I'm totally cool with the. DQ. It's difficult. It's difficult to say what what creates impact. Is are these gra- knees to a grounded opponent creating more impact than the knees to a standing opponent or your elbows or something? It's yeah, it's a, it's I, a, yeah, I think, honestly, I think if knees to a grounded opponent were legal, I think it wouldn't have been as impactful because Sterling would have been watching for it and defending maybe, it. Maybe, yeah. And, and, so so I, my take was it's fine. Um, I had a thought last night after I watched it that it's interesting the way the way MMA in, in the way MMA, at least in America, is set up is the the league or the promoter is not 
the employer of the referee, whereas in other sports, they are. So in the NFL or in, the, in Major League Baseball here in the States, everybody work, they work for the league. And so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of, of more standardization and, and you're able to sort of really know, like a bad ref is not going to last probably I'll, I'll have some mm. NFL fan <laughs> let us know that I'm totally wrong. But what, what is, what it is, is like, let's say Dana is, Dana is like nuclear level, uh, red alert, red cage side. If I'm Mark Smith, I can't care about that. Cause he's not my boss. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he I'm there. I'm there at the behest of the Nevada state athletic commission to enforce these rules. And the rules say that if you commit an illegal, a, a intentional foul, and the opponent can't continue, you're disqualified. Yes. So good call. So if Dana doesn't like that rule, then that means Dana needs to get with all the rest of the commissions in the in the whole commission confluence and say we need to change the rules so that belts don't get awarded on DQs. But did he say something, Dana? I didn't get that. Was he was he mad about the the DQ? No, I mean. You look at his facial expression, you're like, yeah, he's not happy about it. Yeah, but he's this. a promoter, of course. But I nobody's mean, happy about no. it. Sterling's not happy about it. Jan's raising his fist, thinking he's going to get the judges' round, <laughs> read, scores read out or something. You know, nobody's happy about this. No. So I, I don't think he was, like, unreasonably upset or anything like no. that. I'm just saying, like, a, I'm sure a lot of fans want this change now because they don't want to see a belt get awarded on a DQ. Yeah, and if that's the case, then this is why, you know? I don't think it ever happened before, so it's not something that happens a lot. It's a new, it's a new thing, and it probably will never and happen also, again. I also think that, that Dana's emotions or um, the, the, the things fans think that Dana has emotions about, I don't think it's... He, he he does play a role of the promoter. He gets paid at the end of the night anyway, so I'm not sure if he's really annoyed or upset by anything I mean, anymore. So it's it's all part of the circus. Like, if I'm him, I'm happy about this because this was a great fight for almost four complete rounds. Correct. And now we get to run it back. Yeah, that's what I don't like about it the most because I don't particularly like rematches. But yeah, also this fight. Watch the first two rounds. Watch the whole fight and just ignore. The, the the fight ending sequence. I mean, watch it oh, and I have la- fun with I, it. But I laughed. I laughed my ass off. Have fun <laughs> with it. Like I, I'm here for the circus shit. Me too. I'm here for people being confused and heads exploding. Me I too. love it. So. Let's move on to the co-main event of the evening. It's it was Amanda Nunez against Megan Anderson. Yeah. Um, you want to have the first stab at this? I thought Megan would be able to get to the second round but i was wrong you were right the lioness the lioness <laughs> needs to feed needs to feed the cubs she she has a cub now she needs to feed the pride yeah listen uh, i mean th- and and anyone thinking that being a mom was going to slow amanda nunez down think again <laughs> yeah bullshit yeah i mean look let's go into megan first i'm sure she's a nice person i'm sure um she has some some martial arts skills I'm not that much of a fan of her fighting style. And you saw exactly how overmatched she was in this fight. The, the robotic movement at the start, the, the, <laughs> the, the constant movement with no effect. It could have been the nerves, could have been whatever. But, I mean, she does. she is a pro fighter. So 
there has to be a bit more than what she showed. And I was a bit more disappointed than I actually thought um, at the start because I didn't. I, I I was that certain that she would lose, and I was that certain that that she would lose in the first round. But I also thought that she would pit, put up a bit more of a fight and had some tools added to her skill set. I, uh, she did. I thought. I thought perhaps, like perhaps there would be enough evasion, enough knowledge. Nothing like, at all. Like, Nunez hits like a truck. I should not get hit. And then maybe she would slow down in the second round, and then Nunes would TKO. And to, to Nunes, I only can say this: please, 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 fight again next week, fight, tomorrow, fight every week, fight yeah. forever, because you are one of the absolute make, very best that ever has done this sport. Just make a trust fund for the baby and just fill it with fights. Just I don't keep care. Destroying people. I don't care who's getting next. I don't care who she fights because. She's a one of a lifetime athlete. And one yep. let's not let's not let's not say athlete. Let's say fighter, because athletes are yeah. she she's yeah. so damn good in what she does. I mean, even yeah, okay, she has power, of course, but you have to generate that power and you have to land that power and you have to move that power to the right spot and the right place. And even if your opponent is not a good opponent, like I think Megan Anderson is not a good opponent, you have to put them away. And true yeah. grades show it by putting away lesser opponents in a very short and very dominating fashion, and she did that. So, goddamn, please, please yep. fight next week. Yep, it's yep. the same. It's that's exactly how I feel about about Khabib, true, uh, and his last couple fights, and Justin Gaethje especially. Very good example. Being like being like, you know what? You know what? I no. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get you out of here and just getting him the fuck out of there yeah. fast. And that's that's yeah, I want Nunes fighting uh I want her fighting on every other pay per view. Yeah, please. As and I want her as a goddamn main event. Yes. This fucking Next time, fight yeah. you know what? Let me let me just swear a little let me opine for yes. a second. Do. This was supposed to be on the Burns Usman card. And this was supposed to be the co main event instead of Macy Barber. Is that right? I have no idea, but but what you're getting at is you very true. Do you remember? Do you remember that Uz, that burns that burns Usman card? That was a pay per view, and they had Macy Barber as the co main event, right? I just, I'm, I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. This was supposed to be on that card, and I uh, I I want her as a goddamn main event. I was that was this was the fight. Nunez is the person that would convince me to care a lot more about that card. Yeah, because as you'll recall, I didn't care about that card until no. after it happened. So yes, Amanda Nunes is the goat. I think she might take top five in all of the goats, even top three. Let's. Yeah, I, I mean, as absolute WMMA goat, um, I'd say yeah. MMA. Let, let's let's leave out the W because. It, she's on the yeah, same I, level as 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 one. Uh, <laughs> just the the domination. Whaley Shang, Joanna Andrejcik, and and Amanda Nunes. It's it's like it's Rosie. I mean, Nama Nunes. You can put in there. You don't have to put the W in front of it. It's it's MMA, and these mm. these fighters are are absolutely amazing. Let's move on to Good. the main event because we're we're burning through the the time here. Um, Good stuff. We have um, Jan Blachowicz against Israel Adesanya. I have I have one thing to say, and then I'll, okay. I'll leave the floor to you. Tell me when they walked out to the to the octagon, 
and they had these 3D virtual reality things floating <laughs> through the air. Um, a clock was the there. The virtual reality flags in the bad vir- CGI. Yeah. So, and but in, in, when when Blachowicz was walking out, there was a fireplace DVD. Yes, playing. Yes, do you know what it was? No, it was the it was the steps on the posts that the cameraman can stand on. It 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 was bonkers because I had a fireplace VHS to relax, you know, in the olden <laughs> days. So I, uh-huh. I, I, it it warmed my heart to see that. But let's you let's are, go let's go into the fight. Truly, you are not only in geographic location, but in in your outlook and what you do and what you have done in the past. You are the most European person I know. Yes, With I mean your fireplace you, VHS. You have to have one. Do you have one? No, okay. that is that is a strictly European I'll, thing to do. I think I think Sorry. I can I can go to the to the dungeons of, of my of my house and and find the fireplace VHS. Let's go into the fight. What was your? Okay. Give me give me your give me your take. Give me give me the give me the stuff. The good stuff. I was on the I was on the edge of my seat the entire fight. It 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 having. How is <laughs> okay? So there are two things. I was on the edge of my seat the entire fight, but I was also shit posting a gif of Yoel Romero salsa dancing in the fight that I saw with Israel Adesanya and versus Yoel Romero, where not much happened. Um, but this fight was not quite that. It was a. Uh, it was a. God, it for the first couple rounds, it was a technical battle where I'm waiting to see. If John can get in there, can get inside the mummy guard and not get poked in the eye to land some of his just absolute, just balls to the wall body kicks, just crushing body kicks that I saw him land against Dominic Reyes, but he was not getting those in there much. He did, he did throw a few, but not much, but he's not a guy with volume anyway. And neither is Adesanya. Adesanya's best work is when someone's charging at him, right? Yep. Someone's throwing a wide looping punches and he just demolishes them. And uh, the first three rounds, I'm just sitting on the edge of my seat, wondering what's going to happen. Completely unable to score it because it's, it's just, it's too like, I don't have enough background to be able to score this fight at all. And then in rounds four and five, Jan gets, gets Adesanya on the ground and you see just how big the size difference really is when Adesanya tries to push up and hip out and simply can't, just can't move him. Yeah, there was no movement. I think. I oh think man, the base... I was blown away. Like usually, at least a guy can like try, you know. But Adesanya couldn't even get him more than a couple inches, a couple inches of space to try to hip out, and was just not moving him. And and despite I like, despite oh, the weight the weight difference, I think also Blachowicz has a very good base. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He had good control. He even mounted him, and I think that there was a bit of not, not exposure because Izzy is still one of the very best to ever do it. But the ground game, the the takedown defense, not not from the from the cage, but from the middle of the of the cage, there is something he has to work on. Well, he maybe doesn't have to work on it as much if he stays at one eighty five. Do you think that the in weight my, did the weight really was the difference? Do you think it was it was just I the weight? I think it was I think it was absolutely part of it. Yeah. Because I I don't think he's gonna have as much of a problem getting out of a grounded situation 
as he would at one as at 185 like but this was also in rounds four and five both these guys were getting a little tired Jan especially was getting tired but was still able to control half guard and hold him down um and do work the <laughs> the decision went to Jan, and the judges scorecards were absolutely fucking insane giving two judges gave round five to Jan with a 10-8 score. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, and Jan only had, I don't think Jan got a takedown until two and a half minutes into the round and then spent the last two and a half minutes on top. I do I do absurd. like if yeah, I do like if, if judges are a bit more lenient, let's say, with the with the 10-8s, but it has to be something more than what Jan did. That's that's for certain. Uh it's, yeah, half a round of top control. It's not, not it's not enough for a 10-8. No. I mean, look. No, half the time it's not enough for a ten nine. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's only half a round. Literally half the time it's not enough for a ten nine. Yeah, these these if cards were done effective striking for two and a half minutes, and then Jan took him down and laid on top of him for two and a half minutes. You're supposed to give that round to Izzy. I have. I had to. Effect, effective striking is supposed to come before effective grappling. Correct. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah, that's that's a that's a thing. I'm getting whole... a little animated because I don't like the ten eights. I'm totally okay with the decision. I'm not saying Izzy should have won the fight. No, I'm definitely not saying not. Jan should have won the fight. I think it was a really close fight. I would have been okay with a forty eight forty seven either way. I had it I had it four rounds to one for Blachowicz, and I'll go to the forums afterwards and I'll I'll do a trench war for it because I think I, you I are, think that have to go to the boards for that score. Yeah. But that is, but that's the thing because one, two, and three I couldn't even guess. Like I, I, I could flip a coin, and I, so I'm totally okay with your score. If you go, those rounds were so close. If you go to a, I mean, I'm not a fan of the stats. Let's let's preface with pre, pre preface with that. But if you go to the stats and you check the Blachowicz versus Adesanya um, fight, you see that Blachowicz outstruck Israel yep. Adesanya in every round. Yep. I also saw that while I was scoring. I saw that first, I mean, that's it yeah, is possible. See, it is possible. You, you're a smarter guy than I am. No, it's not true. I'm just a fan. You train. You know what you're looking at. Yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 look, what I saw, Blachowicz, he checks leg kicks, and he does it, mm -hmm. he does it very oh, good. So. So good too. It was awesome. It is possible. Just for all the guys out there, oh, you can't check leg kicks. You can't evade. You can't do anything. Bullshit. You can do it. He Watch did it very good. Fight. And yeah. what I'm, what I have to say, and that's why I leaned Blachowicz in in more rounds than the other guys. Um, his parry game is so incredibly good. Like if you rewatch the fights, especially the first two rounds. He parries a lot of shots of Adesanya. You think they connect, but they don't. Because Blachowicz yep. was amazing in doing a just a basic first lesson of boxing parry game. So, yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't the best fight in the world. It was very exciting because it's Adesanya, and Adesanya is, is was, one of the very I best. I was on the edge of my seat. It was not a bad fight. It might not have been the best fight in the world, but no. it was not a bad one because it was... I you just cannot predict what's going to happen, and if you're me and you don't really know the parry game in boxing, you're seeing Jan react to everything Adesanya oh, is, oh. is fainting. Let me, and you're seeing Jan 
absolutely jabbed the shit out of Adesanya, despite Adesanya easily adapting the light heavyweight mummy guard and sticking his fingers out there. Let me go in case Jan wants to run in. Let me go into that. Do you want to talk about commentary? No, I'm not talking directly about commentary, but let me go into this one. They, okay. they were they were wrong in every fight this evening, but in this in this fight they were so wrong. I really really was getting annoyed as fuck because listen, I mean, they they had this bit, and if they start one of these guys either DC or Rogan starts a bit, they can't let it go, and they they will ride it to death until the very end. And I mean, look, biting on feints was the bit they had. Yes, and. It's so ridiculously wrong, I, I can't even comprehend it because there is a thing about biting on feints that are too far away, like um, Karate Hardy does. So you can't, yeah. you don't bite on these feints, of course not, because they're too far away. But Izzy's feints are in reach. Most yeah. of his feints and most of the things he tries to do to distract you and to give you looks and to react a certain way, they are in reach. Striking yeah, this he's resetting Jan by because he's in range and Jan doesn't know if it's so, actually coming or not. So he's of resetting course. Jan. Jan is sliding back all the time so to of stay course, out of range. Of course you react to these feints. Of course. You can't not Meanwhile meanwhile, Alexa Grasso is looking at Macy Barber six feet away from her, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, exactly. So so they are so <laughs> off with that because you have to bite on these feints because they are so close, you have to do it. And as usual, and it's it's the thing with most of the fans, you need, you need, please, please, you need to read the rules. Because it's obvious that volume, and Izzy had, I mean, I thought he had more volume. If you look at the stats, which are shaky, mm-hmm. the best, he didn't have more volume, but I thought he had, so... I mean... I thought he had. He didn't. My, after round one, I posted to our chat, I said... But listen, it's not as important. It's not as important to have a lot of volume. It's not the WKF Karate Kumite we we um, looked at last episode. It's <laughs> more important to be effective. And I'm very, very dead certain. And please prove me wrong otherwise. But the effective striking game was on Jan's side for almost the whole fight. So, so two things. Judges don't have, to my knowledge, judges do not have access to stats. They have a no. They, they have, have they a haven't. monitor. They have a monitor in front of them that feeds them Correct. the camera, but it does not have the Chiron read nope. on it. Nope. Uh, two, volume counts if it makes it look like you have more effective striking, right? Because yeah, but that it's not point fighting, so you can't you can't but just throw not, out volume. It's no, you need to have volume that actually connects yes. i totally agree with you but, so let's but it, if you're doing that fainting and Jan is reacting it makes my stupid brain think that you are being effective let's even go if you're not connecting let's go into we have not, not much time left let's go into a a listener question chris is asking us and i, I think it fits yeah. it's, it's a good question to yep. to um yep, yep, to yep, place yep. in that in that fight he asked us about the open scoring some of the um fight sports outlets out there have a thing called open scoring that is basically after each round you see the official scoring of each of the mm-hmm. judges so yes. question so to you some some outlets do glory had it for the first fight and invicta does it so 
Invicta does it when Invicta is in Kansas. So and what LFA do you think does it when they are in Kansas? Because True. Kansas Athletic Commission in the United States has open scoring. What do you think uh, would open scoring? Let's say, let's say, easy one the first three rounds. Let's just say. Do you think open okay. scoring changes what fighters do in the last rounds? Okay, I, I, uh, I do not, and that's backed up by the statistics we have available to us so far. Generally, when a fighter is winning, a fighter continues winning, whether their opponent knows they're losing or not. So that put it another way, you tell a fighter, you have to go finish or you will lose. That fighter might go try to finish, but the winning fighter will still win because they won't get finished. Yeah, I basically agree. I, I do... I do think also, open scoring is 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 fun for the fans. I'm totally not sure fun for me. Also, I need to I need to throw yeah. in one other reason it's Please, fun. Yeah. You might see Joe Rogan's head explode if <laughs> with the scores. It might are. be a good thing. And that's why I'm totally for it. Like I was talking about it in the chat last night how badly I want open scoring because I need Rogan to just freak the fuck out. Yeah, he's wrong every about time. About anything I possibly can. He's wrong yeah. every time. So that that would make his head explode for sure. Yeah, the open scoring thing it's I don't think it would change that much because you'd you'd give a lot of credence or um I don't I don't think that most of the fighters and most of the corners are very like really able to react to to the scorecards as much as you think they would. I mean, of course, okay, you've lost the last two rounds. Uh, the, the official uh, scoring says the same. Now you have to turn it up. Now, now go. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's like it's like. Hey, you just got your ass kicked for two rounds. Hey, the scores reflect that. You got to get a finish. And then, like, very rarely will a fighter actually get their ass kicked for Absolutely. two rounds and go get a finish. Absolutely, you know, it's hard to do, and it's harder in the third round, and it's harder after you've been brutalized for 10 minutes. So yeah, it's it's a good question. I don't think they change that much because it, it would mean that corners and fighters have the capability to react to these things and I don't think they have during a fight. Now, at least we would know right away that Junichiro Kamijo should never should never judge a fight again for giving Jan yeah, a 10-8 in round five. Derek clearly as well. So I have to generally wait till the next day to go on MMA decisions to know that. Now I would know it right away. <laughs> to wrap, but it, I mean, big fucking deal, you know. To wrap this, to wrap this card up, it was awesome. As you see in our discussion, I have to cut it a bit short, but I mean, please watch this card. It was awesome. Everything around it was awesome, and um, yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. I had fun. We have to great. we have to go into the MMA gossip boy segment for a short second, and I have to play a short clip. Though. I'm not. I'm a fucking feeling. And all of you guys are gonna feel it. We feel some uh, gossip. We, I'll I'll just hit you with feelings. the four uh, I'll just hit you with the four things and you'll give me your one liner to it. Okay. Ben Askren versus Jake Paul, what is the update? Ben Askren is currently fighting with people on Twitter about whether or not he knows about boxing. So it's about what you would expect. <laughs> Next one. Zhang Weili. We follow her Instagram account religiously. We want her to fight as soon as possible. She ASAP. has something that is that is working. She has a new sponsor. It's called Perfect Supplements. And boy, she looks like a unit. <laughs> React to this. <laughs> I grabbed a screenshot. I grabbed the image 
of her looking like a brick house and sent it to someone and said, yeah, okay. Hope your hope your uh, hope your buddy Rose has fun because <laughs> exactly. Jong Wei Lee looks absolutely like the supplements are working. This yes, is just, perfect. This, it, Next one, good supplements. Kai Kara France after after his his win, he called his newborn son Bro. Can you do that? <laughs> oh, he... it was so funny though. <laughs> maybe it's a down under thing I expect he was just excited and words just were pouring out of his mouth love you bro love you bro then I have a, a last thing I have a disclaimer please please do not take babies into the cage why not it's loud uh, they didn't have ear protection like nope. baby cowboy nope Oh, that's sad. No, it's not good. Even yeah, the, there is, is no sea of donks, no fans. Although there but, were no fans, but it no. is still loud. The music's loud. Baby shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't T-Mobile Arena. It wasn't loud as fuck. But it was probably loud. Now, for the last segment, and we'll have to really, really make it short. But I have a short update, as as uh, I stated at the start of the show. Um, our good friend. Dominic from fightapparel.ch. He sent us, after we, we talked about it on our podcast, he sent us some Fitro bars. And I let's say the following. I tried <laughs> some of these Fitro bars and I'm going to wait with my judgment because I it, it might be that some of these Fitro bars, Dominic from fightapparel.ch sent us, do you see see how how I do the the blog of fight apparel. No, it's good. It's good. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's nice and like it's nice and like right in line. It's not um, even like you need pause for a sponsor. Some of these some Great. of these feature bars are on their way to Seattle. So as as soon as they arrive so at a certain excited. location, we'll do we'll do a proper review. So thanks a lot, Dominic, for the feature bars. If you want to try them, order them at fightapparel.ch. Wow, <laughs> Dominic. You have gotten your, your you have gotten your fit rhubar worth out Listen, of this podcast. Give us give us for the last minute, um, because we started this. We, we ordered or we started to order fighter foods, and you ordered the Oruboros <laughs> coffee from Carlos Condit. So let's go into that for the last minute. I like it. It's smooth. Okay, I like it for a couple reasons. One minute. I like the coffee. It's good coffee. It's smooth. Totally recommend it. No problems there with the quality. Ouroboros blend is their house blend. That's what I ordered. They sent it, and it has a postcard size thing of Carlos Condit wearing a bandolier of coffee, punching 100 zombie hands. And it also came with a sticker on the coffee bag of Carlos Condit, like leading me out of Ragnarok with the monster from rag thor ragnarok behind him throwing a car which i will cut off the coffee bag because it's awesome uh so the cartoons make it worth it alone in my opinion we'll but put, we'll put a photo uh, of fine. this thing on the on the uh, show notes of course so you can what see it for yourself yeah. oh it's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah the 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 fighter foods gimmick is really no longer a gimmick the it's hot real. sauce from dustin was good the coffee was good I look forward to the fit roo bar. Is it fit roo or fit row? I I mean I'll I'll ask how did Habib Dominic pronounce it. How did Dominic? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll ask Dominic how he would pronounce it, and I'll ask Habib if I see him next time. I think Dominic should be the authority since he's the one importing this stuff. <laughs> so 
bro. That also, let's we're very short on time. I'll stop. I'll stop. Ouroboros coffee, you, you'd recommend it to order it? Yeah, it was good. I, yeah, it was good. I, it's not, I mean, it's not really worth ordering price wise because I can go to the grocery store, spend less, and get more coffee that's just as good. But it was worth ordering once because I got this postcard from them and I got the sticker that's on the bag and I think they're great. I will, we'll post the pictures. That was MMA Love, Love from America. UFC 259 recap and a whole lot of other shebang. So uh, really enjoyed this show. Hope you did too. Send us your questions. Send us the fights you want us to break down. Send us um, love letters, whatever you want to, and we'll go into them. Thanks very much for liking, sharing, subscribing. MMAlove.com. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, every podcast platform there is. Luke, last words. Thanks for doing all the producing. So awesome. My plugs for Fight Apparel were great. We need. When are we going to do like three hours a week so I can actually talk oh my God. at length about all this stuff and drive you crazy? Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.